0: Hello everybody, welcome to the instant match reaction, Liverpool have just been beaten at home. To Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, my name is Ben Kelly. I'm joined by Chris Pajak Bloody hell! Yes. You gave him the full name,
1: then you must be really pissed off with Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, I
0: am. I am. Like a yeah, like mother just, with the full Bright- Christopher yeah. Andrew Page. Go to your room, Brighton <laughs> and Hove Albion. Get on the fucking coach and go back down south. The full name yeah. just
1: been whipped out within five seconds of going <laughs> well, like, live.
0: I've not. I, well, I've been sat in that room for two hours, just letting my frustration vent and build and build here. So yes, I will use their full title. Um, Love that was that. just shite, wasn't it, Chris? Yeah. It's terrible,
1: mate. I mean, just... We're we're severely lacking ideas at the moment. And look, I, I, I get, just as well as everyone watching this and you, Ben, that Liverpool right now have got problems because of the injuries and everything else. But I can't get away from the fact that you've still got to hold these players accountable to the performances that they're putting in on the pitch. And that performance today for me, wasn't good enough. There's players out there who have won league titles, who have won European Cups, You should, regardless of who's around them, be able to put Brighton under more pressure than we were able
0: to do today. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I I think the other thing is, the reason this one is so dejecting for me is that the last week has just been so, like, it's been so different in terms of, it's almost as if they've been teasing us with what they can do and what they can can be capable of. Now, I know that Tottenham and West Ham largely, you know, that they're not they're not totally low block. You know, say what you like about well, Jose Mourinho, but they're not like Brighton and Burnley. So like I know that you know, maybe that there's a little bit more space for Liverpool to exploit and maybe that, you know, Liverpool are more likely to be able to create more opportunities against those sides. But nevertheless, particularly against Spurs and the second half against West Ham, we were so much better than we were tonight. And you just you think we've turned a corner, and then we go back to where we've been throughout the whole of January. Yeah,
1: and there was just no ideas, no creativity, there was no creation of chances. It just... What what, what was the reason for you?
0: Um, I, I don't I don't know, and you know I know that we could you know we could go back into the hole for me you know lacking Jordan Henderson from, you know in midfield and all of that. Um, I think we do lack Sadio Mane at the moment, obviously. Uh, you know, and we're missing. The unpredictability of him. You know, I think Mm. when he gets on the ball, I think think Mo Salah, for as good as he is, when he is physically on the ball, I think teams kind of can tell what he's gonna do, or you know, have a good idea of what he's gonna try and do. Stopping him is obviously a completely different thing. But I think when Manny gets the ball on the left hand side, you know, if you, you don't know if he's gonna go, right, if he's gonna cut inside, he's so strong on the ball. You, you know, you don't really know. He's a bit more unpredictable in that sense. And I think we're missing that. I thought Bobby Firmino tonight was terrible, terrible. And I think when when you well, the the differences has been that Firmino has been really good in the last two games he played really well against Spurs and West Ham and when Firmino plays we play and I don't think he did tonight No he didn't play at all mate no
1: he just wasn't good enough and there were so many players there for me that just didn't just didn't get involved in the game I didn't see the points of Firmino tonight I didn't really see the points of Shaqiri tonight Wijnaldum the game passed him by and let's be honest these are all lads that have won big trophies these are all lads that should be able to put setbacks behind them and be able to play you know better than that you know and I understand that losing your centre backs means that you're losing a lot of your fluidity and the understanding and the consistency of having those players. But you can't tell me losing a centre back means Bobby's touch is going to be shit yeah. and Chikadi not going to be able to find space to find
0: a pass. Like Bobby, it, Bobby couldn't, Bobby couldn't make a pass to save his life tonight. Like I, I love him to bits. But yeah, his touch was awful, but there there was, I mean, it's so difficult because it was there was just so much wrong with that game, but there was one moment in particular in the first half where Bobby picked the ball up in the midfield and he had Robertson running down his left, and all he had to do was play just a comfortable, straightforward through ball, so just a slightly ahead of Robertson, and he just plays it to a Brighton player, sort of covering, not even like directly in front of Robertson. He's like a little bit behind him and the ball was just so bad that he played directly to him. And it's just just one of those evenings where nobody seemed to be able to put a pass together. But in particular for me, you know, Firmino was pretty poor. Um, I think there were one or two positive things. um, You know, Mm -hmm. maybe what... I think the two maybe positive positive performances were from the centre-backs again. um, And I think, you know, Phillips and, and Henderson, you know, Against West Ham, were quite good. Um, obviously, Phillips came on, um, you know, in the second half against Tottenham. Phillips is interesting, isn't it? Because are we getting to a point now where we've talked about you know losing Henderson from the midfield to death and all that? But you know, we don't know. We don't <coughs> exactly know where Fabinho's is up to. Mm. Just wondering whether you think we might be getting to a point with Phillips where we might actually be able to trust him to partner him with one of the new lads that we brought in.
1: I was already at the point before we signed Centre- halves where Fabinho and Phillips should have been our centre-backs. And you can insert Rhys Williams or Phillips, whichever one you prefer. I was already at the point where it was so important for me that Henderson needs to go into the middle of the park, that I'd have done that without signings. Um, and I know that's putting a lot of trust into the likes of Reese Williams or Nat Phillips would have been my personal preference. But I just feel that we're missing so much. Like even towards the end of the game tonight, there Jordan Henderson's driving forwards. Jordan Henderson's trying to make things happen. Paul mentioned that a few times on commentary. He just can't dictate the game. From the centre back position. And last night, uh, tonight, sorry, we missed his leadership in the middle of the park. We missed his drive in the middle of the park. And Mm. uh, that's blatant for anyone watching this game. That's what Liverpool needed. They needed Henderson in the middle. So, whoever it is, whether it's Kabak and Davies, whether it's Davies and Phillips, whether it's whichever combination you want, get Jordan Henderson back into the midfield.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, we've had a few super chats in. There's been a couple from the last show as well, so I'm going to start with them. Um, Joe Games Ang uh, with nine ninety nine. I think Takumi Minamino should not have left on loan. He can score goals out of nothing and provide the spark and creativity we need. He creates opportunities and goals brilliantly and is what we need. And funnily enough, that was a point I had already on the agenda, Chris. Tonight was, you know, I understand the benefit long term to maybe to Kumi Minamino needing a loan, you know. But for the for the immediate short term, the, the like the first thing that I saw tonight before the game had even kicked off, I'm looking at our bench when they're reading out the team, and a weak bench has already been made even weaker because obviously we've still not got Jota, we've not got money at the moment, you know. We're, we're, like we're we're struggling with thin already, and he's sending out Minamino on loan, and then he brings a on. I I said to you out there, I don't really understand what. What is Origi offering us at the moment when he comes onto the pitch that Minamino isn't, you know, you, people will argue that he wasn't getting game time. Why fucking not? Surely he can't be doing any worse if you throw him on with 20 minutes to go than, than Divock Origi's giving us. I think you're, I think you're right. I, I mean, it has to be said that there are
1: rumours that he wasn't a good trainer. And if those rumours are right, a, a bad trainer can be like a rotten apple, can't it? You know what I mean? It can spoil the rest of them. Um, and thats I think that has to come into consideration as well. Um, I don't know if those rumours are true, though. So it, it could just be rumours. But there must have been a reason that Jürgen wasn't playing Minamino. Like I get it in far as the Champions League squad, because I think we needed to let Minamino go out to be able to get Kabak probably into that Champions League squad. If you've, It was a bit murky, wasn't it, about who was in it and who, who can come back later on in the season and all that type of stuff so I do get it but we had a full back five on our defence there like a specialist right back a specialist left back and two centre halves with, with a goalkeeper I know you get extra substitutes now and stuff like that, so you can you can actually afford to do that. But from an attacking sense, that's definitely weakened us. Everybody knows that. I mean, it, it's blindingly obvious, isn't it? And I think I don't know whether he'd come on and change the game. I've not really seen Minamino come on and change a game for Liverpool. No. So I don't know whether it's the right call. But certainly from the performance of Irie, I'd rather have thrown Minamino on. But that's hindsight's twenty
0: twenty. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Uh, but you know, even over the course of the season, for me, I, you know, I'm. I still can't get my head around the fact that he put in a pretty decent performance away at Palace in the seven nil. Bloody good performance, we, yeah. We've not fucking seen him since, and he's gone out on loan. So you're you you're right. They are just rumours, but if they're true, there must have been a real decline, or you know something. He's really must for me. Really, mustn't be offering something in training. As in, like you really must be poor in training. Or frustrated and vocal, or something like that, and and maybe we.
1: But these are all rumors,
0: aren't we? Yeah. Uh, We've had another. We've had another super chat there from Tristan Bowe with no comment, but five dollars. Thank you very much. Um, DBX from the last show, one ninety nine. Klopp with the excuses, not what I want to hear. I mean, I didn't really properly listen to Klopp's post match interview. I know you picked up on something, didn't you? Yeah, he
1: said that Liverpool looked mentally tired, and, and I mentioned this on the play rating show. That's a concern for me. I mean, I don't know whether he's deflecting. Um, I don't know whether he's coming up with excuses to maybe, but but that's not deflecting, saying you're mentally tired, are you? I mean, that, that's, that's a worry, mm. to be honest with you, if Liverpool are mentally tired. like Look, there's loads of things going on in the world and all that type of stuff, and football's supposed to be our escapism and all that type of stuff, and I'm sure the lads still enjoy playing football and maybe they worry about things going on, but... Yeah, mentally tired a concern right now. If Jurgen's thinking that because we're twenty two games into a league season, the it, the mental tiredness and physical tiredness is about to ramp up big time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, potentially, but then Taylor Thomas has put a super chat here, another one ninety nine on this show. That I saw that as a lack of effort that really hurts. I, I I don't I don't know if I agree with that, but like, is it hard if if there is a lack of effort? you know for me they are directly proportional if you are just so wiped out and you're so physically and mentally tired mm. that is you know i think i think it's true in all walks of life it's like you know it, it, essentially if you're struggling with all that stuff you know your effort is going to be affected and I, I don't i don't know whether i don't know whether it's forgivable from you know, from for top level Premier League footballers and and you know, in the sense of you, you want every time they fucking pull on that shirt, you need to be they need to be given everything and their effort must never ever drop. And they should be at a mentality where their effort should never, ever drop below the levels that we expect them to. But, you know, the reality is that we're in a fucking weird season. We've said it over and over again, we had no break, we had no real pre season. We're playing so many games of football. This game tonight isn't as a fan, this game snuck up on me. Last week, I, you know, I'm looking at the face, Oh my God, we got Brighton on Wednesday. So it's that it's that relentless for me as a fan. Imagine how relentless it must be as a football player, especially when the squad's as thin as it is. So you know, a, a lack of effort. I, I don't know if it's true and I'm sure it's not a lack of desire like I'm sure the players don't want this to be happening but when the game's as relentless as they are you know maybe it's just a consequence of it maybe I mean you
1: know there's there's teams out there that are dealing with this the stresses and strains of this season better than us and maybe those teams don't have the injuries that we have and stuff like that but you know and and the other thing is as well I think when you're playing well everything just seems to be going your way but I don't think when you're playing when you're playing poorly these things all just seem to add up you know the decisions don't go your way you play and poorly you're running out of ideas but that was a side there that you know for me we just we lacked any sort of nous in the game to be able to craft a decent opportunity after the most shallow one early yeah. on and, and Anfield did we have two shots on target or something in the game in 90 minutes and it's not even a team that just sat back yeah. like that's you know mentally physically tired and completely devoid of ideas
0: Um, we've gotten loads of super chats in, so we're going to have to start bombing through them. Thanks very much, everybody. Keep them coming in. Um, um, say Sayab Ahmed, um, Reese Williams should have started, and Henderson should have started further in the middle of the park, relying too much on Salah. No urgency at all. I, just to, to bound off my thoughts on the Henderson thing, I actually think, you know, while we miss his drive and stuff in midfield, I think one thing that... one Well, two really good things that have come out of Jordan Henderson playing centre-back is obviously he's really good defensively. you've yeah, he, yes. noticed that. But also, actually... I think he's passing, he's passing range. I mean, I knew he had it in his locker anyway, but I just wonder whether there's something, it's possibly a stats and tactics at some point, but I don't know whether or not he will be seeing him much more at centre-back now. But I think when he's, like, because he's got more time at the back, and he's not being pressed as much, or you know, he's got more time to think. I feel like we're seeing a much more varied array of passes, and much more very good. You know, that that chance for Mo early on comes at the result of a lovely Jordan Henderson pass. And I just wonder whether dropping him into centre back, and you know, even when he plays in the six, as you know, and having that quarterback role, as people like to coin it, like you know, he's being able to ping the pass all over the place. That's something that you know, I, I feel like it's it like will, really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. certainly I'd agree with that. I think the the one thing is I want him playing one twos on the edge of. The area i want him driving runs and dragging players because that's what we missed tonight isn't it ben you know yeah. too, too often second half. you sit there and i'm watching i'm not going to tell you that's off because that's where i was watching it by the way i'm sitting there and i'm watching it and i'm like where's the movement for these lads here mm. we're, we're trying to break them down one nil down and you're all just stood still and like henderson's got the ball he's like
0: yeah move yeah, move yeah, yeah. for
1: me that's tiredness isn't it that can only be tiredness
0: yeah, I yeah, I agree. Um oh, God, there's loads of super chats coming This is really good. Osmosis nine oh nine, hold on. Every other team is in a similar boat in regards to pre-season. Poor excuse. Yeah, they're right. And not every single team, other, you know, maybe other than Manchester City are now starting to pick up form, every other team has been inconsistent as well. Leicester were fucking... Uh, sorry, Everton were really good against Leeds night. Lost their home to Newcastle on Saturday. It happens. to Every team is suffering at the moment. You're right. It, every team is in the same boat regarding to pre-season, but every team has suffered for it. So, you know, I don't, I don't really understand. We've just suffered more, haven't we? I, I think we have, yeah.
1: I think when you look at like where we were points-wise to last season, We've suffered the
0: most. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 potentially, yeah. Ollie Lawton, £5. When does Bobby's bad run of form stop becoming a rut and start becoming the normal? I, I, I don't know what the answer to that I is. I thought he's
1: been all right the last couple of games. Yeah, it is,
0: and it, it is, but, you know, like, are we seeing, a, like, it's maybe it's a little, becoming a little bit more concerning that the games where he's played well start to stick out in your memory That's more true. than the games that, that where he's played badly. If, you know, if, if the flashes in the pan are... Becoming more and more few and far between, you know. I, I don't know, and there's a whole that I mean there's a whole other sort of you know raft of conversation that we go into there. I'm sure you know. I don't know if you're on the final word tomorrow, but we're going to do the final word on the website tomorrow. where We're going to go into more detail about loads of players' performances. So maybe that's something that can be discussed more in depth there. Tristan Boa, sorry, mate. I did comment. Uh, I feel like we need a proper number nine. I envy united for having Cavani. We seem to be looking putting a lot of crosses in the air for not and not having a prolific. <laughs> aerial striker potentially but that's what christian benteke was yeah
1: <sighs> I, I, it is an interesting one because for so long i'd have with that comment but the way that we're playing right now and when we're when we are devoid of ideas in the final third it makes you want that what mm. what the actual answer is to work what to work out what the problem is for me it's not like signing someone like that it's get back to what you were doing, move, pass and move, get one-twos in, make sure you try and find space in the penalty area, get your shots off, those type of things. It's work those opportunities better because if you build up plays better, then... Firmino's big enough to hit hit the kick the ball in the back of the net, or Salah's in space and he can kick the ball in the back of the net, and yeah, so I, I get it and I understand it and I, I completely understand why people would want to do that. Mm. I would rather find a solution that doesn't involve getting a number nine like that to head the ball in the goal personally.
0: No, oh, no, hundred no, percent. You know, I, I don't. Think, I think Liverpool not that we should pry ourselves on being better than that because obviously at the end of the day for, for a lot of teams that tactic win game of football goals, goals, but I'd you. much rather go out and sign somebody like in Haaland you know, Cavani's just not that type You can do both type. to be fair well, to yeah, yeah, but, but the, Car- Cavani's just not that type of player Cavani is a very intelligent player and I think there's levels is, above yeah. that uh, game that is in that true. sense um, George Deeney uh, new welcome to first team and thank you very much for joining mate Lewis Merritt Ox's injuries have caught up with him he offers nothing to the team in the summer I'd offer him to Leicester as part of a deal for James Madison look I like that too not sure why Leicester would take that on at the moment especially if he gets Champions League football but the wider point I think is relevant I think you know this season Chamberlain's struggling to make an impression isn't
1: he yeah he is and we're not giving him the minutes and he's unfortunately being asked to do things when he's coming on to the pitch you know it's not like coming on today it's 20 minutes to go when you're 2-0 up and you get to play nice football and they're trying to not get tonked and stuff like that we're asking him to change games and we're asking Origi to change games at the moment and I don't think either of them we're up to it at the moment he gets a shot off from distance it flies over the bar as we've seen um, I thought when he came on against West Ham though he did look good I thought it was some really lovely link up plays for, you know he's the sort of pre-assist before Bobby Firmino knocks the ball across for Wijnaldum isn't he lovely little flick and mm. stuff like that so I get it and I, I understand it but he's at his best when we're on the counter when we're transitioning he was the best for us when we were that tied you know and I'm reticent to say we've moved on from that, but he also needs to find his niche in that. Like I think we're really missing Cater in the movement that he provides and you know, stuff say, like that at the yeah. moment. And you know, he plays that midfield position a completely different way to every everyone else that we've got, doesn't he? So I think we're missing Cater. Obviously, I think y- y- you were spot on before with the Sadio Mane stuff. Like we're m- Robbo's not as good for not having Sadio Mane, mm. and that and that left hand side with today just.
0: They didn't really need to defend it. Like Shaqiri did nothing, didn't he? Um, Simon Banstead, nine ninety nine super chat. In an ideal let players, these players will in an ideal world. These players will get a mental break away from the same for all. But if your mentality is shattered, you don't deliver, regardless of pay and profession. That's you know. I think I think that's exactly right. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, us as fans, we're watching this and you know it really hurts us because we're liverpool fans and we love this club but you know for these players i'm sure they love this club especially what they've been through this club but you know it's a job and it's a work and i know that in my job i'm you know at the moment i'm working two jobs and you know i'm working as much as i possibly can there's some days where you know i'm I, you know i fall do asleep in your chair yeah, i do fall asleep in my chair yeah <laughs> Hello, good evening to my Apple managers watching this. Uh, um, yeah, it happens. He literally did yeah, it today, Mr Um Yeah, um, Dan Reese, Stats and Performances show. We've been found out we're in need of a tweak to system, which is impossible to do with this many injuries. It'll come. I did do a stats show on that a little bit back. Should Liverpool tweak their system? I think it was post... I want to say Burnley but I'm not quite sure I've done a few of them now so you can go back and watch that I've
1: got a great great comment from Scott Hawkes obviously massive supporter of the channel and stuff like that and he put it into our Discord group actually he says it feels like the sports science is saying we can't press like we did because of the structure of the season we're trying to learn how to win without constant pressure but that's like he's building a new style while the team has fallen apart in the middle of a marathon and I, I agree with so much of that because pressing's down across the board in the Premier League like I think it was when I Saw the start. Or went fourteen percent by teams, and that's a big, big thing. Mm-hmm. And so, Liverpool's intensity is what set them apart. Liverpool winning the ball back high up the pitch and not giving a team time to breathe almost is what made them so good. And we're not that side anymore this season. We're just, we're not able to put that together for 90 minutes. I thought the started off, all right, first 10 minutes, to be honest with you, and then it fell off a cliff, you know. And then, you know, I I just think we're finding it difficult and, and maybe... As far as pressing goes, I remember Klopp talking a couple of years ago and saying, like before Fabinho was the DM, I think, um, saying something on the lines of, we need to press from mad angles, we need to press from positions where teams aren't used to it. And I wonder whether teams have gotten used to how Liverpool press now when they talk about it in the week, but it certainly feels like we're just not as good at it this season or we're not able to to do it for as long this season as we were.
0: Yeah, two final Super Chats, I think we've got there kind of linked together. Ray J, two Euros, worst season we had in a while and we're still fourth Yep. Yeah, um, Jack, £5. Our next three Premier League games, City, Leicester and Everson, are vital if, we st- if we're if we still in a race for the title.
1: Thank Foot, we're not playing anyone on the bottom half of the table. That's all I'm saying. Well,
0: exactly. Need Henderson in midfield for City. Hope Fab is back too. Yeah, 100%. You know, in a weird way, I think... Every, every, possibly every other single team in the league who are going through this run of form at the moment look at those three fixtures and go fucking hell but Liverpool <laughs> it's the opposite it's like you know what at least, these game, at least these teams will come and give us a game you know what I mean and they'll come and give us a go and that's somewhat plays into our hands at the end of the day they do that because they've got better quality going forward they've got better City and Leicester in particular Everton to an extent have got really good forwards and can really hurt you when they come to play but it'll suit Liverpool as well and you know I think their three games that at the moment if you if you took those three games and then, you know, Burnley, Brighton and 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 Southampton again, you know, you'd be you'd feel like you're more likely to get zero points yeah. out of those games yeah, than yeah, those Yeah, three.
1: Absolutely bloody would. And and then, you know, we were talking about it just before we came on air where we've been about like taking advantage of the last couple of weeks and teams have dropped points, haven't they, mate? And we've been able to take advantage this midweek round of fixtures. Like, I know Arsenal lost and all that. Like, Man United going Tonk, Southampton. And then City, Leicester, Everton and West Ham all win tonight. Mm. And it just yeah. it feels Two like... Two steps forward, oh.
0: one step back. Exactly. It's, it's exact. That's exactly how it is. Um, you know, in terms of again, it's you know as I was just saying before, we we, we the feel good factor was so much better on Sunday nights You know, in Dick's office was buzzing. Everybody was buzzing. It felt as if we were back, and it was and that was helped by the fact that those other teams around us had dropped points. Obviously, we beat West Ham and that put us above them. I Think Leicester had lost lost the leads. Said before, Everton had lost to Newcastle the day before, and then suddenly it's just like all those uh, we're uh, just as far United as we go away. and win nine fucking nil and here right. we are talking at home loss to Brighton anyway we'll wrap up there thanks very much Chris thanks for everybody who um, you know gave us a super chat there and gave us stuff to talk about um, and made us feel maybe a little bit better, but we are going to be going into this in a, in far more detail tomorrow on the website. I'm not going to be here, but I think Paul is, I think you are. I've got other people on there um, and we've got a load of good stuff coming up on the, content, uh, on the website as well. So go and subscribe over there on the redmen tv.com for loads more stuff. Um, but for now, there you go, Liverpool have lost 1-0 at home to Brighton. We get to pack our shit up and go home now, which is the best news of the evening. <laughs> Good night. Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to RedMenTV.com. Get over there, sign up and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series and, of course, additional pre- and post-match day. Content.